this week on Heroic Awakening, helping your follower embrace their seat of power. Kansas City is the best, and boobs go bad. Boobs go bad? Oh, crap. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. This week, Patreon supporters received bonus content, including free entry into our upcoming alchemy, turning jealousy into compersion. Zoom fast. Head over to patreon.com slash erotic awakening today and get your bonus content and support the show. And thank you to our latest supporters, Jennifer, Michael, Karma, and Carol. We very much appreciate you guys pitching in a couple bucks. Keep the show up and going. Absolutely. Hey, Don. Hi, Dan. So today on the podcast, you came up with this topic. So what does this topic mean? I did. So over the weekend, just a little bit of background. So over the weekend, we did a huge intensive at Kansas City's The Nine. Mm-hmm. And there was one of the classes that was about embracing a leader's seat of power. Yep. Yep. And I actually teach a virtual class called Embrace for Leaders to Help their followers embrace their seat of power. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked at this class in a while. It is going to be on Zoom in the next couple of months now. So, but it made me think, yes, we help leaders embrace their seat of power because they need to be confident to lead. And they, you know, they're, they're, the, they're the driving horse, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're the team of horses pulling this relationship along. Okay. But followers need to embrace their seat of power too, or they're going to make the horses stumble. That's yep. my analogy for right now, right? I just yes. came up with that. Like Isn't it. that cool? So, so how, or at least that's my way of thinking. That's our way of doing power yeah. exchange, right? So that followers, submissives, slaves, whatever you want to call them, also need to embrace their seat of power or the leader, the master, the dominant is not going to be able to embrace their seat of power as well. So as a leader... I really believe that. You look okay. like you doubted me. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just processing. Okay. So as a leader, how do you help your followers embrace their seats of power, whether their seats of power, this just popped into my head, whether their seats of power are as followers or other things that they want to do as followers? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Because they might have other goals to, as well while they're followers. So how do you, like when I wanted to become clergy. Yes. So how do you, instead of me continuing to ask this question. becoming a very long rhythm. <laughs> becoming a very complex question. Yes. No, it's very simple. How do you help your followers embrace their seats of power? I'm curious about your analogy. And if our listeners like that analogy about the, are you saying the, the well, we'll come back to it. It can be perceived that way. Yes. Okay. So. One of the things that we heard at the, just this past Monday, <laughs> we attended something called MS Mondays. And Sir Keith said that a healthy MS relationship is constantly reevaluating itself or something mm-hmm. to that align. Mm-hmm. You and I are believers in that and that healthy power exchange relationships are by default constantly growing. Absolutely. So if you do not perceive power exchange to be something that's in a state of growth, that you're happy, we've arrived where we need to be. So let's sit and watch TV and just let things be. You may not find this topic as valuable. I think that it is important that 
with my follower, with you as a follower, with my other followers, that I continue to give them the opportunity to grow and expand mm -hmm. upon themselves. So that is part of what I am doing from where I'm at to help my follower claim that seat of power to, to or to put it another way, to fully become the self-actualized follower that they are. To both see, and that's the fun part, is that being a follower, being a submissive, that kind of thing, is not a passive doormat. I'm a submissive, so I get to just follow where I'm led and just do what I'm told, right? Though some of us do fantasize about that, I would like to admit. You keep on fantasizing about that. And it won't work as long as you term for us. No, as long as you keep the ball rolling with all the 900 projects that you have, you can have whatever fantasy you want. It's just like you can have sexual fantasies all you want as long as I get to get laid when I want to get laid. And not or. It's not or. So to continue to keep you empowered, first off, I have to continue to be confident and continue to be in a place that I can lead. Right. Okay. And you have to continue to be able to trust me that when I lead, that it's worth following. Mm -hmm. So that if the reason that I am pushing is because you're facing a fear, that I can evaluate whether it's a legitimate fear or a fear that is holding you back and can push you through that appropriately or protect you if it's something that you need protecting from. You've got to trust that I am willing to do that and I'm willing to make that effort to do that. That my, in the case of you and I, that my love for you is not such that I am going to coddle you or walk on eggshells, as you like to say. Right. So one of the things I can do is to continue to demonstrate being trustworthy, to continue to focus on growth for myself, which sets a good example, mm -hmm. to continue to make when I do make mistakes to acknowledge that I've made a mistake and acknowledge, you know, take accountability for that. You mean you're human? Absolutely. Those <laughs> parts. Well, you know. Great. There is no current proof that I am not a Highlander. That is true. There is no current proof. No, so there you go. So it's really just putting you in a position that you can succeed. It's paying attention. It's being mindful and recognizing what you, what your inner self wants and pushing you to go get it and what your inner self needs and making sure that it is provided, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The flip side of it is to also reinforce you are a submissive or a follower or a slave, whatever terminology we're using, and to continue to reinforce that and to reinforce that that's what serves me, it's what serves our relationship. It is the right place to be. That there is no, just because you are growing, able, capable, kick-ass human being, that you should, that you are not submissive, right? And I think sometimes submissives get that mixed up, that, well, I do all the things and I, I take care of all the things, and I am strong and smart and motivated. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'm not submissive. No, you can be a strong, smart, motivated and submissive to someone. Absolutely. So it sounds like, so the way you answered that was there's things that you have to do for you as mm -hmm. a leader yep. to bring confidence and empowerment 
to me as the follower and things that you can reiterate with the follower to help the follower get their gain their seat of power. Right. So it's sounding pretty interdependent. Absolutely. I love that term interdependence. Thank you for lining that up. I remembered it. <laughs> you know, it it's a lot of it is door opening. It's door showing people yeah. it's showing somebody the door and maybe giving them a little nudge to go through it, but it's not doing it for them. Right. With somebody else in my collar, they're in a super interesting. Matter of fact, everybody in my collar is on a path. Yes. Right. For me to acknowledge it's their path that they're going on. I'm just helping to nudge them along. And sometimes they're doing it. Oh, I'm going to do this for you, sir. I'm going to lose weight for you, sir. Or I'm going to learn Latin for you, sir. Which is great. Feel free to context it that way. But unless I've said, I need this thing done that does not value you, you're not truly doing it for me. You know, you're doing it for us and you're doing it for yourself. But we want you to be proud of us. Absolutely. So maybe not doing it for you, but it is a goal of ours and we're using the power exchange as a tool and we want our leader to be proud of us and what we've accomplished, Mm -hmm. at least in that regard. So, and um, I feel like I've got other stories in my head to share that may question that a little bit, but they're not, they're not there enough. For me to put them up with any context, maybe it'll come up later and we can chat about it. But because, and and the reason I say that is because not all followers are the take charge, be in charge of things and stuff like that. And some do. And and I've had dominants tell me this, right? They'll tell me, you know, my, my follower has a problem with the Zoom classes going on right now. Not just mine, but a lot of Zoom classes by submissives. Because they just want to follow and all they're seeing are these, these submissives that are in charge and doing the things. And I had to tell him, well, that's because this is Zoom. Mm-hmm. Someone that's not wanting to take charge and do the things is not going to be leading a Zoom. Right, right. right. So you have to wait till you're in person to see other people that are doing dominant submission like you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes, we're talking about, at least for me. You empower me when you kick my ass out the door and say, you want to be clergy, thou shall go be clergy, but I can still tug on my leash. Right. And when you do that tug on the leash thing, right, when I'm in two states away and doing clergy training and you text me and say, are you thinking of me or are, mm-hmm. are you being my best follower or, right. or anything like right. that? And that kicks it in. So we're using power exchange as a tool to do this. Mm-hmm. But I really, I, I like that tool. You know, <laughs> something that you mentioned that I, that's very true as well, is that you have to recognize it, who is your follower? Who is your authentic self for your follower? And if they mm-hmm. are a take charge kind of person, give them the opportunity to take charge. And if that's not their authentic self, Give them the opportunity to, you know, don't force them to be someone that they're not. Right. But you also make me, you realize that I do like to take take charge and I do like to do all the things and I do like to have my list. You also make me take a day off. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's like you see I overwork or maybe not even overwork, but we're at a place where I should be spending time with someone. So it's not even about the work. 
It's about taking the time off to go spend with someone mm-hmm. who we're visiting or things like that. So, and you're very good at putting your foot down and saying, get to a stopping space. Right. Play a game. Yeah. Get to a stopping space. Go whatever with whoever. Mm-hmm. So you're really good at that too. Well, thank you. Speaking of taking a break, we're about to head into the city of Kansas City. And we're not going to have barbecue. We've already had barbecue in Kansas City a couple times. We had some nice advice on where to go to get barbecue. And, and we've been following that advice. It's great mm-hmm. advice so far. We do want to take a moment to mention how kick-ass Kansas City is. We've been here for about two weeks in our continuing RV adventure. We're just north of Kansas City. And not only is this the, one of the best camp sites, best oh RV sites gosh. we've ever been in. It's it's a fabulous camping site. I, I can't get over. I really want to come back for more reasons than the campsite. Mm-hmm. But we've also presented a couple uh, a couple days at a place called The Nine here in town. Mm-hmm. It's been in Kansas City as a tradition for many, many years. Our last time presenting for The Nine was back in 2018. And although they have a new venue now, mm-hmm. uh, it is such a neat town for a alternative or kink community. There is something going on every night of the week here in Kansas City. And like Monday night, yeah, we had, do we want to go to this or that? And both of them sounded great. Well, two Monday nights ago, we did the MS Monday. We Mm -hmm. got to have a great power exchange conversation. There was what, 25 people there at least? Yep. And that seems to be the normal number. And then last night or I forget what day of the week this is. So a couple of nights ago, I guess it was, there was a hypno kink. Yeah class that was not a class a gathering gathering that was really phenomenal i just sat on the edge because it's not something that i'm trying to learn i'm more of a hypno kink bottom you don't want to know all the secrets so i sat on the edge and kind of did the newsletter if you guys got the newsletter that's when i did it but you said you picked up some really good stuff that's really cool when we can yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's been really cool. We've met a fair number of podcast listeners as well. Mm-hmm. We had people come down from Iowa to come attend oh, one of yeah. our classes. Oh, they were birthday, fascinating. The were those um, the ones we used to design the ritual? Yes. yes. Fabulous. Yeah. Good, 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 good. And Pop Sparks came in and said hi. Had a couple of other people. Had a couple other people as well. I will go check my notes so I can specifically say <laughs> thank you. But just a great experience here in Kansas City at the Nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, very appreciative of the opportunity to come down here. If you didn't co- come to the Nine to see us do the weekend presentation and you're sitting there thinking, well, I didn't know you were there. That's because <laughs> all of our classes are clearly outlined on the Erotic Awakening newsletter. Yes, they are. So we have upcoming events in person in Chicago in a couple of weeks at Kinky College mm-hmm. in Minnesota. I'm going to be vending in Phoenix. We're designing something for Cleveland and a few other places for next year, right? And I've been putting out a crap ton of Zoom events lately. Mm-hmm. Trying to do like once a week at this point instead of once a month. So formal dinners, alchemy, changing mm-hmm. jealousy to compersion, psychic hygiene, another Reiki one certification course, all of this stuff. There's a huge list of things at this point. So Keep up with all of our events, books, discounts, and more via the Erotic Awakening newsletter. And the only real reason to join it is to get (laughs) your EA shout-outs, like the awesome Heather in Ohio. Devin in Kansas City. Kaylin in Wisconsin. Catherine. Did I write that down? You wrote it down as Catherine. Uh, Yeah, but I bet it's Catherine. 
in beautiful Wisconsin. Foxy in Chicago. And Dwayne in Florida. Head over to eroticawakening.com and subscribe today. Indeed. So, Ohio Hedgehog has been sending me stuff again. Mm -hmm. So, I remember when I talked about the museum in England that had to put up the sign, no nakedness in the museum because people were taking photos of being naked in the museum. Well, now they're doing it in the sunflower field. So, a new sunflower field opened up like a month ago, six weeks ago, or something like that. And already, this is in England of all places, and already they're having to put up signs of no naked photography in the sunflower fields. This is a family-friendly place. People are just stripping and taking photography. (laughs) Whatever floats your boat, people in England. I didn't think England was, was like that. I tell you what floats my boats from the tentacles and fluid on boobs. What does float my boat is the super hot whipped cream on boobs that Traver sent over. I posted to the uh, Discord recently. Yes, he did. You know what? And I wanted to pipe in on that for just a second because it's whipped cream on boobs and it's two women. Mm-hmm. But I finally figured out what it was that turned me on about that. The boobs? No. Not the boobs. Remember, I don't I'm not so much into nakedness. I mean it's that one of them has the hand tightly uplifting one of the other girl's boobs. Oh, sure. It feels very power exchangey to me. Mm-hmm. Like, here, I'm taking this thing. And that was hot. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> and then uh, Bassano's posted food is boobs. And I'm not going to try and ex- describe it. You'll have to head over to the Discord to see it yourself. I am mildly disturbed by that one. I don't know what to make of that one. The Traveyor sent me some uh, tentacles and uh, one of them said there's some hot ones, some really hot ones. But then there's one of them to where you can't tell that the tentacles are doing something to the girl because the tentacles are underwater, right? So if you were looking at her just above water, you couldn't tell. And honestly, as much as I love tentacle sex and as much as I love water, that would freak me the fuck out. Yes. (laughs) That actually grabbed me from underwater, so... Still hot. And then Bassano sent a tattoo of tentacles. It's a tattoo mm-hmm. of tentacles coming out of a pussy. It's okay. So I, I, <laughs> there's got to be some sort that's, of thought behind that, but I'm not sure what it is. That's not great editing, folks. That's Dawn actually being speechless. Well, usually you see tentacles going into a pussy. Not coming, coming out, out the way. Right, right. So, and then Enigma sent tentacles fucking a pregnant girl. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our Discord followers, peoples, put fire emojis mm-hmm. for that one. So yeah. I'm like, oh, some people are not just tentacles. It's the fact that it's a pregnant, right. pregnant person. So I see some fetishes going there. Yep. And <laughs> I saw a tentacles where the person was actually sitting in a tentacly monstery chair. Of some sort. That was pretty. Oh, that one. Is that the one where it was like had the tongue right underneath her and was licking her? Absolutely. Yeah, that was hot. (laughs) That was hot. Indeed. Be a part of the Erotic Awakening Podcast community. You can support us on Patreon and get early access to the podcast, a free version of the audiobook Polyamory Toolkit, free ebooks, exclusive chats, member-only Discord access, and other content. Find all the goodies at patreon.com slash eroticawakening today. Help others like us. I'm stumbling all over the place. Help others find us. Take a moment to support the podcast. 
Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. Join the conversation with us and other listeners. Use the links from the Erotic Awakening website for our growing Discord channel. And feel free to reach out to us. We love interacting with you. Contact us with questions, podcast comments, or just to say hi. You can find us on FetLife as Dan and Dawn. We are Erotic Awakening on Instagram. Or just toss us an email at eroticawakening at Dan and Dawn at Erotic Awakening. Or just toss us an email at, I'm just making your life hard on the editing part. Or just toss us an email at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. <laughs> Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn. I should leave that in there. <laughs> you may well do that.